everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast to episode numero four. <laughs> you were so close. You were uh, you were going in so strong. Like yeah. this is it. I'm gonna numero four. I've been learning Duolingo Spanish. Yeah. And that's how they say it on the I've right. only got to numero, I didn't get to the numbers yet. No. They just told no. me how to say numbers. Yeah. Just number. Yeah, number, not numbers. Yeah, not numbers. No. Numeros. Is... I don't know what you just said to me. Numbers. I'm not there yet, don't ruin it for me. You spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I liked your hello as well, that was different this time. Yeah, thank you. Hello guys, I'm Tom. I forgot to say that. <laughs> and I'm Chris. I forgot to say that. Yes. I'm hmm. pretty sure if you've made it to this episode, you must know us by now. Yes. And also, this is the podcast Judge Your Book by its cover. Where we judge books solely based on their covers. There we go. We did it. Just in case new people. Who starts on episode four. Who starts on episode... Well, we keep saying this every single episode, then just in case. No, I don't think we'd say every episode. I think it was just the last one. No, episode two. Did we? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I'm having fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're just talking nonsense. That's true. It's great. That's true. Um, So how's, how's your week been, Chris? I always ask you this and you don't give me anything, so I hope you prepared something. I mean, you put the pressure on me Yeah. from last time. Um, yeah. I suppose the only thing, I, I mean, I've been out for a meal Oh, with Holly. Where'd you go? We went to, uh, <laughs> of all places, Weatherspoons. <laughs> yeah. Classy. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? I know how to treat my baby. What did you have? That's horrible. Don't <laughs> <you>? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. What did you have from Weatherspoons? Um, I had chicken wings. Oh. Yeah, the chicken wings are actually really good from there. I mean, you know it's from Frozen, but it's not too bad. Yeah, I know, but they do they, whatever they do with it, it's working. Yeah. So. I always think everyone gives um, Weatherspoons like a bad rap, and they should. But also, it's cheap. It's. I mean, it's what you... You get what you ask for. Yeah. You know? And yeah. what you pay for. Exactly. It's, you know, it's cheap and cheerful. And you don't even That's have it. to talk to anyone besides the people you came with. No. But surprisingly, Chris, I've actually done nothing this week. Are you joking? You put mm. all that pressure on me. Yeah. I ain't done anything. I just sort of... I sort of chilled. I kicked back. I relaxed. I went for walks. Nice. Yeah. Anywhere nice? Did you walk anywhere nice? No. Walked around the um, the golf course. Tapped nice. Um. Yeah. Green. Nice. I loved it. Right. The filling. Cool. Mm. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. Shall we... Get in today's episode. Yeah, let's do it. Can I also I just say what Ned's doing? He's currently dragging his bed across the floor. I got a little bit distracted then. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. He's just doing it. Yeah, he's just doing he's it. He's living his dreams. He says, you're going to do your guy's stuff. I'm going to go and do me things. Yeah. I don't even think he knows what it is. No. <laughs> he's going to reach the wall soon. Okay, so we have books here. As we always do, Christopher. Yes. We have four. What are we looking at today, Tom? We are looking at Waterstones again because it was the first thing on the page. And I've scrolled down to some fiction books and I've got a, a group of four classicos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would you like to know what those four are? I'd love to know, Tom. Well, get buckle yourself in. <laughs> so we've got An Italian Girl in Brooklyn by Santa... Montefiore. Santa Montefiore. Montefiore. Santa. 
Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't think it's the Santa. But it is Italian Santa. Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Italian Santa, Montefiore. What do you think that's her name? The Italian girl. Santa Montefiore, an Italian girl in Brooklyn. <laughs> Maybe. Then we have book number two, The Last Party by Claire McIntosh. Nice. Mm-hmm. Then we have The Bookseller of Inverness by S.G. McLean. The Bookseller of Inverness. Yep, by S.G. McLean. Like the guy's that. not dirty, is he? He's McLean. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have book number four to round this off. We have With a Mind to Kill by Anthony Horowitz. Anthony Anthony. Anthony. It's a TH. Anthony. I'll take your word for it, Tom. Well, I've said it. Huh? Okay, I'm going with you. I'm Amazing. On your, I'm on your team. So, Chris, any of those sort of jumping out at you, making you think, oh, you know what? I want to judge this book by its cover. Yeah, I'm between two in usual fashion. That's what we normally do, isn't it? But yeah, I like... We halve it straight off the... Yeah, yeah, so the get rid of two straight away. <laughs> I don't like that one. I don't like that one. Go away. Yes. Make it 50-50. It's the only way I work. Like, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. <laughs> That's the one that goes away straight away, isn't it? Yes. So, to make it easier for myself, I like an Italian girl in Brooklyn. Aren't we all? <laughs> and I like the the bookseller of Inverness. Yes. He there is the bookseller. There is no other bookseller in Inverness. Just yeah. him. Okay. I like them. I like them two choices. I think the rest are pretty dark, so you're going... We've got a bit of fun, aren't we? Yeah, feels, I think so. Like. I, I think it's a bit lighter, and yeah. that's how I'm feeling today. More Tom. options. Okay, I get you. Shall we say what we want in three, two, one? The, the bookseller book of Inverness. Oh! <laughs> we did not plan that. Right then, Christopher. Yes. I have enlarged the image, and yes. now we have the bookseller of Inverness enlarged in front of us. I think it's time, Chris. Or should I do it this time? I think... <gasps> can, can we flip it? Yes. We yes. are sat okay. in the oh, different oh, seats this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Ready? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an enlargement of the book we have chosen in front of us. It is time. Thomas? Yes. Paint me a word picture! <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... We have a book in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's looks like a very sort of oldy book. You know what I mean in the front? Yeah. Like an old book that's been used a lot. Uh, and it's kind of faded at the edges, kind of bent at the edges. And then on the front cover of it, it says, The Bookseller of Inverness. And in the middle, there's a little stamp. Like one of those old school stamps. Like what are they called? Like a wax stamp. Yeah, like a wax stamp in the middle. And then underneath Inverness, you start to get a lovely picture of what looks like possibly like a medieval town yeah. maybe something like that like a a, a a town that's not modern day yeah I've, I, I would think is Inverness at that current stage it's got a nice little river there's a what could be look, looks like a castle obviously you've got the bridge and you've got a little bit you've got a tree to the left and a road going into the town on the right some people walking up there and then in just above the church, you've got McLean has the gift 
for bringing to life any period she writes about. Mm. Yeah. Oh. I'm there. I'm there. So this is an old book. Sunday this is Express. About, do you think so? It is quite medieval. I think so, yeah. 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 Okay. According to the Sunday Express. Yeah. And that is your word picture painted. And I can see it. I closed my eyes for the entire thing and I could see it all just Amazing. from your description. Tom. I'm sure the listeners are the same. Yeah. Amazing. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris, the usual thing that I say is anything jumping out at you? Mm. It's quite difficult, isn't it? Because, I mean, I think the main thing that, that I get from it is mm. that we are going back to medieval times um, we'll so it's yeah. just just that yeah the town is very so the setting is location it's... is Inverness Inverness it's got to be during me- a medieval period yes yes uh, whenever that is I can't do dates I don't know about that yeah, I don't know no. just enter date here <laughs> yeah exactly medievalish <laughs> time okay the main character you would say is the bookseller 100% the yeah bookseller is the, the bookseller He's the, so there's only one book. Seller. There's only one bookseller. So he has a bookshop in town. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The character is. Are you thinking man or woman? I'm thinking male. Male. Yeah. I think yeah. an old man. Not like too old, but like you know. Yeah. Maybe. Forties. Would you say? Okay. Or fifties. I was thinking. We, like we know that's middle. not old. That's, no. Yeah. No. That's good. Yeah, Just I was, in case I was bringing it back going, a bit. Wait a second. I'm, no. <laughs> no, I was trying to bring it back a bit. No, that's you know? good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think too old. Maybe. Just I like, suggest. Yeah, I think that's Maybe good. maybe his father used to be the bookseller of Vanessa and now Ooh. he's taken over the family business. Okay, give me a full name. Cledwin. Cledwin Tomlinson. Cledwin. I'm gonna make it a little bit more Scottish. Clem Clemlin, yeah? Cledwin. Cledwin McTomlinson. Cledwin McTomlinson. Yes. Sorry if we've really stereotyped Scotland, but it is the Middle Ages at this point. Yeah. So McTomlinson it is. <laughs> <laughs> we could have gone right down the middle and said Macintosh. And that would have been Yeah. But no, we're not gonna do that. No, McTomlinson. No. Yeah, McTomlinson. I think that's good. So Cledwin McTomlinson. Cledwin, yeah. Cle- Cledwin? Cledwin. Cledwin. Like, we need to make sure we... <laughs> it's Cledwin. Cledwin. Okay. With the D. Cledwin. Cledwin McTomlinson. And he, o- he owns the McTomlinson bookshop. And Sons. Oh, McTomlinson and Sonsons. Yeah. This is for the few generations. <laughs> McTomlinson's and Sonsons. <laughs> bookshop. Yeah. Okay. He's obviously the only bookseller in Inverness. Or, okay, what if mm-hmm. this, Tom, is a story of ambition? What if there are other booksellers Ooh. in Inverness? Yes. But Cledwin, yeah, he's not having it. Maybe mm. the bookstore, yeah, Tomlinson's and Sons. Tomlinson's and Sons, Sons. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is easy to follow this one. May- maybe that's not doing so well. Ooh. So he needs to get up in the game, right? So then, how would he do that? How would he start 
elevating Ooh. Tomlinson's and Sunson's. You got to get rid of the competition. Oh, I mean, this got dark. Then. I know. So, so I mean, I mean, in hilarious, in, hel- in hel- hilarious, hilarious fashion. fashion. Yes, yeah, yeah. hilarity will ensue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, we should. You should never. You should never try and eliminate the competition, but in the sake of a fictional book, that's where you're wrong, Tom. Oh, you should always eliminate the competition. Very fun. So anybody who's thinking about doing a <laughs> podcast <laughs> about <laughs> about books, beware, beware. <laughs> okay, so Cledwin McTomlinson is trying to eliminate the competition. Yes, the competition, the bookshops that are in competition are. I think there's going to be two or three, two or three. Yeah, yeah. There's. Yeah. I don't give a book. I don't give a book. That's that's one of the one of the names. <laughs> I, love it. I don't give a book. Next one. Um, Why don't you buck off? <laughs> you buck off. <laughs> I think it's the same as the other pun, but yeah. it's just different. Yeah. Book's sake. Ah, for book's sake, yes. Book's sake. You got for book's sake, and I don't give a book. I don't give a book. I don't give a book for book's sake. Yeah. Two of them. With the with the with the f bomb joke, yeah, <laughs> and they're the giants, yeah, book selling. They are the peak of it. Yeah, they're at the top um, of the game right now. Yeah, and poor Cledwin. Yes, he is in this little family run shop, the Tomlinsons that, and Sonsons yeah. bookshop. Yeah, 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 the Tomlinsons and Sonsons. Yeah, Mick, the Mick Tomlinson Sons and Sons bookshop. Clyde Well. Cledwin. Cledwin. <laughs> Clydewell. God damn it. Why can't we remember the name of the character we made? You made it and it's the strangest name I've Cledwin? Cledwin. Cl- Cledwin. Is it Cledwin? Yeah, it's Cledwin. Yeah. Okay. Cledwin yes. is trying to eliminate the competition, which is for book's sake, and I don't give a book. Yeah. And they are two giants. Yeah. Giants of the book world. And McTomlinson's and Sunsons. Yeah. Is only a family-run business. Yes. So and now they've got he he's got to elevate mm. to get to the same level. Yeah. As them. Them. So he's his average day. He's in the bookshop. It overlooks the two. They're in a courtyard, and it's the two books on either side. The two bookshops on either couple side. Couple of bookends. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then he's stuck in the middle, right. and he's just watching customers take books. And buy books from one shop and the other shop, but no one ever enters his shop. Right. You know? Yeah. For book's sake. <laughs> I mean, for book's sake. <laughs> and one night he gets home. He tells his his wife the story. His wife is called Miranda. Okay. Miranda and Cladwin McTomlinson. Yes. Who own McTomlinson Sons and Sons bookshop. Yeah. He gets he gets home to her and he tells her, no one's buying my books. And he tells his wife, basically, he's going to set fire to one of the bookshops. Well, maybe she she says it in jest. Ah. Yeah, she, she's joking about it and she's like, well, you could just burn his bookshop down. And he's like... And it sits with him. Yeah. It's, all night. Yeah, yeah. She goes to see, she goes, night. Night, Cledwin. She gives him a... Little, little cheeky kiss on the on the on the cheek, and uh, and then 
she like turns over and he's like just sat up. That's a really good idea. Just thinking about it. So the next morning, yeah. he's watching the same scenario happen again. He's oh, he's fuming. For book's sake. <laughs> He's just shouting the name yeah. of the store next door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he he actually is going to do this. Yeah. 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 He thinks yeah. enough is enough. I have to eliminate the competition. So at night time, yes. does he go out or do you think he just goes mental and goes... No, this is, this is at goes. night. He goes at night for the first one. Okay. For what the book? first one. What the book? I don't give a book. I don't, I don't give a book. Yeah. Or for book's sake. Which one gets burnt first? Yeah, I don't give uh, for book's sake because he keeps saying it initially. For yeah. book's sake, oh, for book's sake. Yeah, gets rid of for book's sake. Yeah, because he feels like yeah. that was his yeah. saying anyway. Yeah. yeah, burns it down. The next morning, his wife can say, "Did you know that the bookshop was on fire last night?" He's like, "Which which one? Not mine." He's like, "No, no, no, not ours." For uh, book's sake. For book's sake. He goes, "Ah, for book's sake was on fire." That's weird. We were only talking about it last night. Ah, and then she's suspicious. Just a little bit suspicious yeah. of him. Yeah, and then they, they book the shop owner of, for book's sake. Neil. Neil, and he's then talking to him as if to say, yeah, you didn't see anyone though, did you? No, 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 not me. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. And then, after that, he's now, he gets a little bit more customers because they're not going to. For book's sake. Yeah, but he's not getting enough. Yeah. He's still not doing yeah. enough. Yeah. Now it becomes almost a hunger for him because mm. he wants he wants to be the bookshop. Yes. Yes. In Inverness. Definitely. The only he, bookseller in Inverness. He wants to be the bookseller of Inverness. Yeah. And he's only can do that if he gets rid of one more bookshop. Yeah. By this time, do you think um, guards are sort of like uh, investigating, would you say? I think Maybe these guards are not too clued up. I think they've just like, oh, set fire. I didn't see anything. Well, that's it. Nothing we could do here. Yep. That's it, yeah. I think that's that one. They just shrug it off. Yeah. Classic, so classic. He, he burns down his rival. Yeah. Unchallenged. Yeah, he probably gets asked like, oh, why did, did you see anything? He's like, nope. And then they're like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So now... Ooh, maybe, maybe the guy uh, from I Don't Give a Book, mm. maybe he suspects Cladwin. Oh. So, so he this has... is the friction now, because there's nothing stopping Cladwin at the minute from burning the yeah. other bookstore and just getting away with it. So maybe the friction is the uh, yeah. the owner of I Don't Give a Book. Which is called Claire. 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 Yep. Claire is, she's got her eye. She is like... Firmly on Cladwin. Yeah. Something's going on. Because he's so happy. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, poor um, Neil is like destitute. Now. He's the only one with motive. Yeah. To he her. is. He is. So then maybe he tries to burn down the, the other bookshop. But she's like, oh, hi. And he's like, oh, he stops casting him in the act. But like... Or catches him out as if he's going there. Yeah. Mm. Just with a torch in hand. <laughs> yeah. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing with that open flame? I don't know. No, yeah. Nowhere, just taking a stroll. Can't walk in the street without an open flame. Can't see anything. <laughs> he's like, well, can you not put it near me bookshop, please? 
<laughs> get it away, you know what happened to give yeah. up. <laughs> it happened to Niels, didn't you? So for Buck's sake. For Buck's sake. He gets caught. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a struggle? No, no, he just kind of goes away. He goes, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fight in any of these people. No, I was just trying to get on. It's medieval time, man. You don't want to get enough problems. If you get injured, then you die. That is yeah. it. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to. And these are bookshop owners. These aren't warriors. I still think you could have a scrap. Yeah. Okay, they have a scrap. Yeah. Yeah, Claire and and Clyde, Cladwell. Clyde Cladwin. Cladwin. She, uh, she, so she catches him doing it. Yeah. But he tries to deny it. <gasps> she knows. Oh. So she gets fearing. And yeah. then she kicks off. And then they start like wrestling. Lines. I'm going to get the guards. And yeah. then he pushes her through the door. She yeah. hits her head. She's a little unconscious. The, the torch. The torch makes the, the bookshop catch fire. Yeah. The house is on fire. She's in there. Claire's in there. Oh. What does Cladwin do? Oh, see, this is it now because if he saves her, mm. she knows too much. Yes. But if he leaves her, how will He's he be able to live with himself? Someone, exactly. Interesting. I think. Go on. He leaves her. Ooh. He's I got chills. Never. None of the family has ever been the bookseller of Inverness. Now he is the bookseller of Inverness. And he's just. If anybody wants a book, they've got to go to McTomlinson's. <laughs> yeah. He can't live with it. Okay. And he decides is it worth it? Is it worth it being the, the book- bookseller of Inverness for these four customers in the whole of Inverness when I know that I paid for it with Claire's blood? So he just goes, I actually don't think Inverness is for me. Yeah, and he just moves out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Packs a bag. He just says, Go on, Miranda. Come on, Miranda, we're off. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go and see the rest of whatever's around here, yeah. No, and then they just leave and they go off. Okay. Not before setting his bookshop on fire. On fire. Now there are no booksellers in Inverness. No. And seen. And seen. It starts in medieval Inverness. Yeah. Our main character. Cledwin. Cledwin McTomlinson runs a bookshop, an unsuccessful bookshop, one of three bookshops in Inverness called McTomlinson Sons and Sons. Yeah. Bookshop. The other two bookshops are What the Book and For Book's Sake. I don't give a book and for book's sake. Oh, I don't give a book and for book's sake. Yeah. He spends all of his day, every day, watching the four people who can read in this medieval me- <laughs> medieval town go from I don't give a book and for book's sake. Yeah. Instead of going to Tomlinson's and Sonson's. Exactly. And he gets no customers. And finally, he speaks to his wife about it, Miranda, and says, I'm done with it. And she just jokingly says, how about you set him on fire? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, night. And it blazing 
an egg in his yeah. brain. In in it sets a fire in yeah. his brain. Oh, yes. So he does it. He goes out one night and he burns for book's sake. For book's sake. Yeah. Neil's bookshop. bookshop. But still uncontent mm. with his growth in customers after for book's sake has gone. He sets his sights on Claire's shop. I don't give a book. So he goes there one night again. But Claire catches him. She confronts him. Yep. There's a scuffle. Yep. He pushes her. Yeah. She falls into the bookshop. Torch in hand. No. But it drops. And the bookshop sets on fire with Claire inside. He's got a decision to make. She's struck she's stuck in there. Save Claire. And be found out. Or let Claire die. And win. He chooses the latter. Claire dies. And I don't give a book. Burns to the ground. Burns to the ground. Cledwin is now the bookseller of Inverness. But the price was too heavy. He couldn't deal with it. Looking out into that square, seeing those burnt patches <laughs> of dirt yeah. where the two giant bookshops used to stay. Two giant piles of ash that he used to resent. And now he misses. Yeah, a little bit. Regrets. He goes up to Miranda. He says, Miranda. I'm through with Inverness. I don't want to be a bookseller anymore. I want to be a lumberjack. A lumberjack somewhere else in Scotland. Yeah. And I want to see the sticks. Yes. And they leave. He sets fire to the last bookshop Ah. in Inverness. He sets fire to Tomlinson's and Sonson's. Yep. McTomlinson's and Sonson's. McTomlinson's and Sonson's. And he goes. And he goes. Him and Miranda. Who I don't know is willing. She just kind of medieval. She just follows it. It's medieval. medieval yeah. I mean, she You're better together really than apart, aren't you, at that point? Yeah. yeah. That and the moral of the story is... Don't burn... Sometimes the grass isn't greener on the other side. Sometimes it's a pile of ash haunting you forever. Let that be a lesson to your kids. Yep. Okay, shall we see if we got it right, Chris? Let's have a look. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not confident about this one. Christopher, I have the blurb in front of me. Let's do it. I'm going to do my best to read this one. Give it to me, Tom. Okay. A gripping historical thriller set in Inverness in the wake of the 1746 Battle of Culloden from twice CWA award-winning author C.S.G. McLean. Perfect for fans of C.J. Sansom and Andrew Taylor. <laughs> okay. Right. Tells me nothing. Tells me nothing. That Continue. One. After Culloden, Ian McGillivray. Who? Ian McGillivray. Told so you. not Cladwin. Yeah, but if you had a Mac to it. Well, we were close. Yeah. Yeah, McTomlinson. Yeah. Ian McGillivray was left for dead on Drummosy Moor. Wounded, his face brutally slashed, he survived only by pretending to be dead as the Redcoats patrolled the corpses of his Jacobite comrades. Okay. Don't know if I pronounced Jacobite right. Jacobite? Jacobite? Jacobite. <laughs> anyway. Jacobite. Whatever that is. Six years later, with the clan chiefs routed and the Highlands subs- subsumed... 
into British state, Ian lives a quiet life, working as a bookseller in Inverness. One day, after helping several of his regular customers, he notices a stranger lurking in the upper gallery of his shop, poring over his collection. But the man refuses to say what he's searching for and only leaves when Ian closes for the night. That guy's... That guy's just... Just lurking. I know, for the warmth, I think. He's just like, no, no, I'm looking at books. Yeah, I'm looking at books. Anyone in particular? No. All of them. Big book fan. books. That guy can't even read. Classic. Also, how many customers did he say? Several. Several. Okay. And finally, he says... The next morning, Ian opens up shop and finds a stranger dead, his throat cut and the murder weapon laid out in front of him. A sword with a white cockade on his hilt. The emblem of the Jacobites. With no sign of the killer, Ian wonders whether the stranger discovered what he was looking for and whether he paid for it with his life. He soon finds himself embroiled in a web of deceit and series of old scores to be settled in the ashes of war. Oh. Ashes. Ashes. Hey, there we go. We the, got something right. Said to be ashes. Yeah. And a gripping historical thriller. I mean, that's what we came up with. Basically did, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Sounds a bit... That is hard. There's so many different names I couldn't pronounce there. But no, I enjoy that. That book sounds cool as well. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I like ours. A mean bookseller trying to be the only bookseller in makes in, a lot in more Venice. sense than all this. Yeah, it does. There you go. All right, but I enjoyed myself, Tom. Yeah, that was that was a silly one, <laughs> wasn't it? It was a bit silly. Yeah, it was a bit. It got a bit out of hand. It's the best kind of out of hand, though. Yeah, you want to be because silly. it was fun. It was you know, it was about an ambitious bookseller. And I, I got behind him a little bit. Not when he killed someone. No. Then, you know, we're team human. So. We are team human, first and foremost. So, yes. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to episode four, if you made it through. And re- once again, Christopher, how can you follow us on Instagram at the Judge Book Pod and on Twitter at the Judge Book? Yep. Also, Press that bell icon or wherever you get your notifications on whatever you're listening to this on so you can keep up to date with all of the episodes as they come out. Get the bell on, folks. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And I've been Thomas. And I've been Chris. And this has been another episode of Judge a Book by its cover. Where we judge books solely based on their covers. Bye. Bye-bye. Scuffles people get into, you know, books. Yeah. I like a good scuffle. Love a scuffle.